Hello, this is Delma. I am the director from Brokenness to Wholeness, which is a faith-based outreach transformational radical ministry here in Tennessee. We serve pain from those that are sexually violated, domestically, private pain, secret pain, suicide, abandonment, grief, pain. We address it. Thank you so much for listening to uh, my previous podcast. Thank you. Share them with your friend. Okay? I'm going to talk about something today that I believe just about everyone in this world can identify with. Because I've been here. And when I ran across the information, I'm like, oh my, this was so me. This was so me. The information is very good, very practical. We're going to be talking about healing the wounded child within. This child that's within us can be healed, can be made whole. Now, I'm going to read some and then I'll be talking to you as I go along. Stay with me. It said, the cry we hear from deep in our heart comes from the wounded child within. Healing this inner child pain will transform negative emotion. It will. I've been there. In each of us, there is a young, suffering child. We have all had the time of difficulty children, and many of us have experienced trauma. To protect and defend ourselves against future suffering, we try to forget those painful times. Every time we're in touch with the experience of suffering, we believe we can't bear it. So we stuff and tuck our feelings and memories deep down in our unconscious mind. I did that. I did that over 50 years. We want to end our suffering by sending that little wounded child to a deep place inside and staying as far away from that child as possible. But running away does not end our suffering. It only prolongs it. The wounded child asks for care and love, but we do the opposite. We want to run away because we're afraid of suffering. The block of pain and sorrow in us feels overwhelming. Even if we have time, we don't come home to ourselves. That wounded child is at home within us. We try to keep ourselves constantly entertained, watching television, movies, socializing, using alcohol and drugs, because we don't want to experience that suffering all over again, you all. So the wounded child in us, and we don't know who, who that child is, the wounded child is a reality. We can't see her or him. That ability to see is a kind of ignorance. This child has been severely wounded. She or he really need to return. Instead, we run away. Ignorance is in the in each cell in our body and our conscious. It's like a drop of ink diffused in a glass of water. That ignorance stops us from seeing reality. It pushes us to do foolish things. 
that make us suffer even more and wound again the already wounded child within us. The wounded child is also in each cell of our body. There is no cell of our body that does not have that wounded child in it. We don't have to look far into the past for that child. We only have to look deeply and we can be in touch with him or her. The suffering of that wounded child is lying inside of us right now in the present of the moment. But just as suffering is present in every cell of our body, so are the seeds of awakening understanding and happiness handed down to us from our ancestors. We just have to use them. We have a lamp inside of us, the lamp of mindfulness, which we can light any time. The oil of that lamp is our breathing, our steps, and our peaceful smile. We have to light up that lamp of mindfulness so the light will shine out and the darkness will dissipate and cease. Our practice is to light up the lamp. When we become aware that we have forgotten the wounded child inside of us, we feel great compassion for that child. And we begin to generate the energy of mindfulness. The practice of mindful walking, mindful sitting, and mindful breathing are our foundation. Without mindful breath and mindful step, we can produce energy of mindfulness and return to the awakened wisdom lying in the cell of our body. That energy will embrace us and heal us, and will heal the wounded child's child within us. When we speak of listening with compassion, we usually think of listening to someone else. But we must learn to listen to that wounded child inside of us. Sometimes the wounded child in us needs all our attention. That little girl or boy may emerge from the depths of your conscience and ask for your attention. If you are mindful, you will hear his or her voice calling for help. At that moment, instead of paying attention to whatever is in front of you, go back and tenderly embrace the wounded child. You can talk directly to the child with the language of love, saying, In the past, darling, I left you alone. I went away from you, and I'm so very sorry. I'm not going to embrace you. You can say, darling, I'm here for you. I will take good care of you. I know you suffer much. I have been so busy. I have neglected you. And now I have learned a way to come back to you. If necessary, you have to cry together with that child. Whenever you need to, you can sit and breathe with that child. Breathing in and go back to the wounded child breathing out. I take good care of my wounded child. You have to talk to your child several times a day. Only then can the healing take place. Embracing your child tenderly, you reassure him that you will never let him down, him or her down again, unattended. The little child has been left alone for so long. That is why you need to begin this practice right away. If you don't do it now, when will you do it? If you know how to go back, and listen carefully every day for five or ten minutes. 
healing would take place. When you climb a beautiful mountain, invite your child within to climb with you. When you contemplate the sunset, invite her or him to enjoy it with you. If you do that for a few weeks or a few months, the wounded child in you will experience healing. With practice, we can see that our wounded child is not only us. Our wounded child may represent several generations. Listen to this, you all. This wounded child may represent several generations. Our mother may have suffered throughout her life. Our father may have suffered. Perhaps our parents would weren't able to look after the wounded child in themselves. This is so true because I know my mother suffered. So when we are embracing the wounded child in us, we are embracing all the wounded children of our past generation. This practice is not for ourselves alone, but for numberless, numberless generation of ancestors and descendants. Our ancestor may not know how to care for their wounded child within, so they transmitted their wounded child to us. Our practice is to end this cycle. If we can heal our wounded child, we will not only liberate ourselves, but we will also help liberate whomever has hurt or abused us. The abuse also have been the victim of abuse. There are people who have practiced with their inner child for a long time who had a lessening of their suffering and experienced transformation. This relationship with family and friends has become much easier. We suffer because we have not been touched by compassion and understanding. If we generate the energy of mindfulness, understanding, compassion for our wounded child, we will suffer much less. When we generate mindfulness, compassion, and understanding become possible, and we can allow people to love us because we have been suspicious Everything and everyone, compassionate, help us to relate to others and restore communication. The people around us, our family, our friends, may have a severely wounded child inside. If we manage to help ourselves, we could also help them. This is good stuff, you all. When we have healed ourselves, our relationship with others become much easier. There's more peace and more love in us. Go back and take care of yourself. Your body needs you. Your feelings need you. Your perception needs you. The wounded child in you needs you. Your suffering needs you to acknowledge it. Go home and be there for all these things. Practice mindful walking and mindful breathing. Do everything in mindfulness so you can be there so you can love. That wounded child. There's a wounded child in you waiting for you. Listen, we're gonna probably stop right there and then maybe another time we'll add more to this wounded child. Because we're not through by a long shot. I remember after I was wounded. And I remember going to the council many, 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 many years later. But when my husband and I separated forever, and I began to date others, and they would, you know, they would just hear my conversation or whatever, and they would speak out and say, you act like a child. 
that offended me, but they didn't know that it offended me. Because I couldn't understand, in my 30s, I couldn't understand what they was talking about. And and that, that, that really did touch me. So, the many, many years later, we're talking about 50 years, okay, over 50 years, when I went to the counselor, the counselor said to me, how is Lil Thelma doing? I didn't have an answer because I didn't even know what he was talking about. He said, have you asked Lil Thelma today how she's doing? And I'm like, no. I'm more like, who's that? I'm, you're talking to Thelma, so what are you talking about now? He was talking about the wounded child within. I think people have grown up, and I think they may be using the wrong words. You know, I think, not the counselor. I think people may be using the wrong word. You hear people say, and I've said it, oh, I was just talking to myself. I want to guarantee you about anything that you were talking to that little wounded child. This is something. I've got a little bit more I'm going to share with you right here. It says, the energy of mindfulness is the slave that will recognize and heal the child within. But we must cultivate that energy. When we can divide conscious into two parts, one part is man and the other one is historic conscious. Mind conscious is our active awareness. Uh, the Western psychologists called it the conscious man. To cultivate the energy of mindfulness, we try to engage our active awareness in all our activities and be truly present with whatever we are doing. We want to be mindful as we drink our tea or drive through the city. When we walk, we want to be aware that we are walking. When we breathe, we want to be aware that we are breathing. When you store the conscious, also called root conscious, it is the base of our consciousness. It is where all our past past experience are stored. Some, I'm sorry, stored consciousness has the capacity to learn and to process information. Often our mind is not there with our body. Sometimes we go through our daily activity without mind conscious being involved at all. I do it now. I do it now. We can do many things by means of stored consciousness alone. And mind consciousness can be thinking of a thousand other things. Lord, that's true. For example, when we drive our car through the city, mind consciousness may not be thinking about driving at all. True. But we can still reach our destination without getting lost or having an accident. This is called store conscious, operating on its own. I This is so amazing to me. I mean, amazing. And I know you are like I am, talking about healing the child within, bringing the child within where the child outside is. But I was thinking, as I was coming on to do this podcast, I was thinking just about everybody in this world knows someone that they wonder why that person hadn't prepared further in their life than they 
have. Because to us, the person seems smart, intelligent, well abreast on everything, very knowledgeable. But yet and still, that person cannot charge forward like they should. You know what? I am willing to guarantee you that this is because the wounded child within has never been addressed. Because it was so painful that the person didn't want to go back to it. But the person doesn't know what's wrong. Everybody called this person smart. I remember when I used to work in the market um, uh, as a cashier at different places here in Tennessee. I know you all may be familiar with Mapco, Circle K, the different stores with the service station connected. And I used to work there. And customers would come in. I've always been very vocal and very friendly to people. And customers would come in. And they, we would start a conversation. And they would say, are you a teacher? They would always ask me, are you a teacher? And I would say, no. And then they come in, someone else would come in and say, are you still teaching at such and such a school? And I'm like, no. That went on for about 30 years. Are you a teacher? Are you still over there at that school? Where are you now? Are you a teacher? And I would say to myself, no, I'm not a teacher. Because if I was a teacher, I would whip these children to death. These children that we have nowadays need a good whipping. Because that's what we got. And it helped us to be decent citizens of the world and of the community. But I know some people don't believe in that, okay? Uh-huh. Anyway, they saw something in me. And guess what? Let me tell you this before I forget it. I am a teacher now. I do teach. They saw something in me that I didn't even know was there. They weren't just talking about teaching at school. Because I teach adults now. Yeah. Actually, that's part of the purpose that I do. But you know someone... That's too smart for their own good. And they don't have. They don't have a bachelor's or master's or PhD. They don't have that. They're just smart. They can do anything. They have a brilliant mind. My brother had a brilliant mind. But he couldn't get past that wounded child within. And he, like I didn't know back there, back long ago, I didn't know how to get past that wounded child. This is one thing about that wounded child. That wounded child, if not addressed properly, will block your life. Will block your life. I'm telling you what I know. I know so many smart people, so many great people, so many beautiful people, so many brilliant-minded people that just, it's like they stuck. That's because they never address that wounded child within. Now, I've given you some information, and I'm going to give you some more information. This is going to be wounded child number one. The next one will be wounded child number two. This is real. And I did all of this for you. Okay, but I learned some more too now. But I did all of this for you that you may somehow find out, discover, 
and do and address that wounded child within. Thank you for listening. Share the podcast. Again, Belmont from Brokenness to Wholeness here in Tennessee. Bye now.